Northern Brewer is the proud sponsor of the Brewing Network's Jameel Show. They have the widest selection of domestic and imported malts and grain, hops from all over the world, and a full line of liquid and dry yeast. No matter what style of beer you're brewing, Northern Brewer has the ingredients you need, plus fast shipping and expert staff to help you make the best beer possible. Please visit northernbrewer.com for all things homebrew. All homebrewers have a favorite commercial beer, but not everyone can make it. Welcome to the show that teaches you how, where you can challenge two masters, Jamil Zainashev and Tasty McDole. This is the Jamil Show. Can you brew it? Now here's Jamil. Hey, howdy. Hey, my brewing brothers and sisters. <laughs> hey, everybody. How's it going today? <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. I mean, you know, I was at the, uh, Great, at the Amer- so- Great American Beer Festival, and a whole yeah. bunch of people came up and uh, seemed to indicate that they like what we're doing here. I don't know. It's kind of, I mean, I was, wasn't too surprised. But were those people drinking? They were all drunk. Oh, well, there you go. But they, they were sincere. So, sincere drunk. <laughs> Sincerely drunk. Is there, is there another kind? I don't know. I swear to God, you're just the you're best. You're so good. I oh, love watching you, you play polo. It's no. so great. Yeah. I've seen you on the TV. Uh, no, I'm not on TV. Uh, yeah, yeah, you are. You're so good. Oh, oh okay. Thank you. No, they're real sincere. I, in fact, when you I... You and your dog. <laughs> and that thing with the pony, that was really good. Uh, okay. Yeah, those people. I remember those people. Well, I ran into our... <laughs> got called over by a whole bunch of guys that were pouring for breweries. They were brewers yeah. that, you know, started out as uh, listeners to uh, oh, the Brewing yeah. Network. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, always, and, uh, I'm always shocked at how many. Yeah. I'm like, well, yeah, great. Even years ago, I used to go around, you know, I'd, I'd judge or, you know, sign books or whatever at the GABF. I'd go around to booths just to try some beer, and people go, hey, 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 I'm a big fan. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, really? Yeah. yeah what do you do? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a brewer. Why is that yeah, so surprising? Head brewer at uh, such and such. I'm like, oh, really? And that surprises you guys. Yes, well, it's it surprising. For the quality of the information that we give. The information is good. It's the delivery that's not great. Right. You have to fight through it. You really have to want to get the information right, that we give like you. It's like a very stiff bowel movement. <laughs> you really, you got you to gotta want it you to do. happen. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, that's what it takes. Yeah, get the poison out. You got to be, be willing to push for what you want. You got to be willing to <laughs> make the Sometimes effort. you got to get out and push. Huh? You got to, yeah. You got to, you got to be willing to make the effort. But when uh, it's all done, yeah. I had a, I had a great time at uh, at JBF. I felt, uh, uh, I don't know. I was exhausted, of course, but uh, felt alive. And uh, especially had, after you won that uh, gold medal. Oh, oh yeah, you, right. I saw you. Uh, <laughs> there you saw go. you and Chris uh, dancing down the aisle there. I don't know what that was all about. <laughs> were we dancing? You didn't even remember that, probably. No, I thought I thought we were floating on on a cloud uh, or something, like you know, on, on, on a unicorn and a rainbow or something. I was watching you two guys. You guys were definitely. Uh, <laughs> we were happy. You were very uh, happy. I we were think happy. I would say. We were pleased. Yeah. I'm sure pleased the, with the result. The cross tops had nothing to do with it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Right. And then. Um, no, I uh, signed some books and had a had a great time uh, signing books with uh, Mr. Mitch Steele. Yeah, Mitch. Oh, yeah, his guy. IPA book. Yeah. No, yeah. oh, no, no. And Mitch, Mitch. I told him he picked the right style to do a book on. Uh, Mitch <laughs> is not a great guy. He is an awesome, yeah, awesome human being yeah. to start with. Uh, yeah. You know, in not just in brewing, in, in human beings on the yeah. planet. 
Mitch is probably in the top three or four. Yeah. I mean, Jesus is, you know, right up in there with uh, Mitch. I'm a big fan of Mitch. In, we, in him nice, and I got to hang nice quite a bit at GABF. We did yeah. some after hours. I love that guy. So, yeah. And uh, now he's made a, a great book. Great book IPA. and a great style. So, you know, and, everybody wants to read that book. You know, you take a really smart guy who knows a lot about certain subject and is willing to uh, do the hard work and research to make sure he's got any other little details that anybody ever wants to know that he would want to know, and you come up with a great book like that, IPA book. Yeah. And you can find them in the uh, Brewing Network store still, or, or, or are you guys out? You still got them in the store? Still got All them right. in the store. We have about... And you'll probably order some more. Well, you're definitely going to order some more. Um, yeah, they're, they're doing pretty well. But uh, you can pick those up at the Brewing Network. If you can't pick up Brewing Network, pick them up here in your local homebrew shop. Uh, you know, support your local homebrew shop and support uh, Mitch and the uh, Brewers Association. You know, as a matter of fact, uh, the AHA... Uh, the Brewers Association, uh, it's a good organization, worth worth your support. I would uh, highly recommend. I'm a lifetime member. I don't know if you guys know that, but I'm a lifetime member of the AHA. And, uh, Did you win you that know, in a competition or something? No, no. I paid? berated them into uh, giving it to me. Um, but, uh, you know, they're, they are just uh, fantastic. And, uh, you know, the, the effort that they put out in ensuring that uh, homebrew is legal for everybody and uh, – and just uh, making it all happen with the conference and so many other things. Zymergy Magazine, it's uh, well worth uh, being a member. You can sign up, uh, again, on the brewingnetwork.com. Go to the uh, brewingnetwork.com, look for that AHA logo. You click on that, sign up, and a portion of that goes back to the Brewing Network. And uh, you get all those great benefits, and you're supporting a great organization. So check that out. And uh, while you're at it, check out our awesome sponsor, Northern Brewer. Oh, yeah. Still awesome to this day. Can you imagine that? And everything you'd like in a home brew store, right? When you're when you're uh, looking to buy uh, ingredients for for cloning uh, the beer we're we're doing today, head on over to northernbrewer.com and you know support your local shop. But you know a lot of times they won't have everything that Northern Brewer has. You know when you need those those specialty grains, things like that. Northern Brewer uh, is having uh, again a uh, a Maris Otter, uh English Pale Ale extract made. Mm-hmm. You know, I talk about that in all my BYO style profile columns and all that, and how important that is. And they're having one made because uh, it was getting hard to get again. There was yeah. only it was down to like one supplier, and so yeah. they got it. So check it out there Excellent. if you're looking for it. All right, what's our uh, challenge for today, JP? Uh, we have been challenged to brew uh, one of my favorite beers uh, from Abita Brewing, mm-hmm. Turbo Dog. Turbo oh, dog. Yes. Turbo dog. T dog. Turbo dog. I love it. <laughs> Every time I go to Disneyland in downtown Disney, I hang out with Ralph Brennan's. And, and um, you have T dog? I have some T dog, yeah. And now, apparently, they just. It, it was only only uh, available in bottles all the time. And then uh, they just put it on tap. Wow. So now it'll be available on draft. And I think they actually do clean their lines. So I'm pretty excited about it. <laughs> I'm pretty excited about it. It's, been, it's getting really I hard. I can see to the find excitement places. on your face. Yes. I'm excited. I'm happy. Happy about it. It's so unusual to see you both excited and happy. Well, it's my two favorite things. It's Disneyland and good beer from clean draft lines. Yes. Yeah. There you go. And then maybe my own personal hygiene is a close third. I wouldn't think that. (laughs) Well, you'd be right, my friend. All right. Well, uh, let's do this. Let's take a short break. When we do, uh, we'll come back and we'll hear an interview with uh, Abita about uh, how to brew uh, Turbo Dog. Back right after this. been 
happened to the city? It's in ruins. Only one man has the ancient knowledge to restore civilization. Uh, I need a drink. Oh no, the liquor store's been ransacked. You looking for beer, stranger? <laughs> Boy, all the liquor got drunk up in the first 25 minutes of the apocalypse. Wait, there's still some bottles over... Oh, no. Those are non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> I reckon you better stick to arrowroot tea and a desperate nomadic existence like the rest of us. People, I'm a home brewer. I know how to make alcohol. There's the next there. Come with me if you want the beer. Okay, I'm going to need some big plastic buckets. He is the chosen one. The prophecies say that he's going to get us wasted. Someone start heating water. And From the creators of Northern Brewer, the people who brought you $7.99 Brew Saver Shipping, massive selection, and superior customer service comes... Yes, J.P. Lord. Everything is perfect for my next fermented creation. My daughter, the storm is too far away. We'll never have enough power to isomerize the creature's alpha acids. <laughs> yes, J.P. Lord. We will. For I have in my possession the Tower of Power. Glickman's new Tower of Power is the evolution of automation. Control hot liquor, sparge, and mash temps like a pro. The Tower of Power is a high-quality gas-fired rim system that works with your current brewing setup. With ultra-precision, the tower can hold your mash to one-half of a degree Fahrenheit. Precision and repeatability. The Tower of Power is the answer to automatic, fast ramp times. See more at BlickmanEngineering.com. Bring your next creation to life with the Tower of Power. Dr. Glickman's with the Tower of Power, you can probably give me an afternoon at the pub to enjoy don't be silly, J.P. Gore. We have beer to brew. BN Army, Hop Tech has a great discount waiting for you. Do you often find it difficult to find specific specialty ingredients for your homebrew recipes? Well, listen to this. Hop Tech stocks 59 different grains to choose from, 39 varieties of pellet hops, and 8 kinds of whole leaf hops. And Hop Tech not only carries Y yeast and White Labs yeast for you, but also Fermentus, 04, 5, 6, 23, 33, and T58 Belgian yeast, plus Cooper's, Nottingham, and Windsor yeasts. Got your recipe ready to go? Pick up some great brew gear like new long and short sleeve shirts, games, and more. HopTech's new website is being updated every day with new items. If you don't see it, call the shop. They're open six days a week. BN Army and AHA members get a 10% discount, and active military personnel get 15% off. Visit HopTech.com today for great selection, great service, and a great discount. HopTech.com. Are you a member of the American Homebrewers Association? Well, you should be. Members of the AHA can focus on brewing beer, and the AHA takes care of the rest. The American Homebrewers Association advocates on behalf of homebrewers like you to legalize the hobby in all 50 states and make sure that beer laws make sense. Plus, there are many great benefits that come with your AHA membership, like pub discounts that give you awesome deals at bars, restaurants, breweries, and more. Zymergy Magazine and e 
Energy for tons of articles, how-tos, easy-to-follow recipes, and news about the hobby you love, and access to the members-only content on homebrewersassociation.org. But the AHA can't do it without your support. Join today so the American Homebrewers Association can keep fighting for your homebrewing rights. Visit homebrewersassociation.org or join right now from the homepage of the Brewing Network website. Relax. Don't worry. It's the American Homebrewers Association. All right, I'm here with Mark Wilson from Abita Brewing Company. Mark, how you doing, man? Doing well. How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, excited to have you on the show, man. Turbo Dog is one of my favorite beers. So I uh, really appreciate you taking the time to, to sit with us here. No problem. It's one of our, uh, one of our favorite beers as well and, and very popular outside of Louisiana. Uh, tell me what's happening at Abita. Anything new going on? Well, we've, uh, we're expanding. We uh, have a lot of uh, expansion going on presently. Uh, last year, we produced 110,000 barrels, and this year we're on pace to do between 130 and 140,000 barrels. That's a nice so spike. In order to, yeah, in order to keep up with the demand, uh, we are doing modifications to our brew house uh, to bring our, our average brew length down from four and a half hours per brew to three hours and 15 minutes per brew. Wow. Uh, so that's going to help us on, on the brewing end because that was that's really been our bottleneck this year. Yeah, uh, is, 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 is we've been running twenty four seven on uh, in our brew house since since March, really before that. But we, we had to take a holiday for Mardi Gras, and uh, <laughs> but uh, but other than that, uh, we've we've been running twenty four seven in our brew house uh, just to fill up our tanks and and, and meet demand and. Uh, so that should be completed in October, mid-October, maybe uh, late October. And then we're um, building a building and having a new packaging line from Crohn's installed. So that's going to be a total packaging line. It's a turnkey operation. And presently our, our bottling, uh, uh, bottling line runs 160 bottles per minute, and wow. it, which comes out to about 400 cases an hour. And uh, this... Uh, new line will run 400 bottles a minute, so it comes out to about a thousand cases per hour with 12 ounce uh, bottles. Man, uh, so it's going to be all new, uh, all new packaging, and uh, and we're really looking forward to it. And so we should should be putting beer into bottles uh, in or around November, and then totally doing uh, uh, the the bottles about six to eight weeks from then. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we're also going to add in a canning line. And uh, so we're going to start canning. But that's not gonna, going to start happening till till sometime in the beginning of, of 2011. Uh, so whenever we can fit that into our schedule um, and integrate that into our packaging line. Uh, that's great. Um, yeah, the, the, only, the only difference with the canning, you know, obviously everybody knows the benefits of it. Um, you know, it's a, aluminum is a great package. It's actually better for the beer. Uh, from uh, from the standpoint of keeping UV light out, um, it's a lighter package, and uh, aluminum is is, is uh, more easily recyclable, and then can go in, into places that bottles can't. So uh, we're going to do that, but uh, the cans that will be available, we're only going to be able to introduce three of our, our brands in cans when we first come out, and those will just be the Amber, um, Purple Haze, and Giacomo IPA. Mm. Great. Looking forward to that, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, let's jump right into the Turbo Dog here. I'm excited to get this recipe, too, by the way. 
Yeah, this is uh, you know it's one of our oldest beers. It's it, it started off as a as a seasonal beer, uh, and this is our 25th anniversary this year. And um, so, and just, just to get back, we're we're actually doing this kind of hits on both both uh, things as we're it's our 25th anniversary. We're founded in '86, and uh, so we're going to come out with uh, a beer to celebrate that, and it's uh, called Vanilla Double Dog. So we're taking the Turbo Dog base. Uh, you know, we're making it stronger, and then we're going to infuse it with. Uh, we're going to add just natural vanilla beans and have it age on on the vanilla, and uh, we think it'll be a great flavor. And so, uh, we are actually going to start packaging that in about three to four weeks. Oh, I can't wait for uh, that. Yeah. That's so, um, uh, just to celebrate uh, the 25th anniversary and the fact that Turbo Dog has been one of our flagship brands for so long. Yeah. So that's great. Uh, for those who haven't had Turbo Dog, how would you describe it? It's it's weird. We just call it a a, a brown ale, um, mm-hmm. a dark brown ale, because it we use uh, a lot of Ameri- well North American malt now. Uh, we used to use a lot of British malt, uh, but we do use a combination of North American and British malts in it now. And uh, we use American hops and German yeast. So um, it is uh, uh, definitely a hybrid beer. So we just refer to it as a dark brown ale, and it doesn't stylistically fit into any category. Um, it's just Turbo Dog. <laughs> it's its own thing. Yeah. That's fine. I love it. Um, okay, well, what, what batch size do you guys brew uh, Turbo Dog in? We brew Turbo Dog in 90-barrel batches, okay. um, and we do that to, one, fit our old, our, a lot of old tanks that we had. We used to have a 30-barrel brew house back in the day, and uh, now we have a what is classified as a 100-barrel brew house, but uh, just with louder ton size, and that's a stronger beer, um, we have to, we brew it in 90-barrel batches, so it fits, it's easier, it's better, louder, uh, so it helps with the brew house efficiency, and then it also fits in some of our older tanks that are derivatives of 90, 90 barrels. Okay, and what's the starting gravity on, on this beer? It's 13.5. 13.5, okay, and then the final, what does it finish at? Uh, it finishes up uh, after aging at about 2.3. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, how many IBUs? The IBUs is 28. 28 IBUs. And, okay. And um, the alcohol percentage on that? The alcohol is 5.6. 5.6. Cool. And then, um, yeah, perfect. All right. Uh, let's get to the grain, to the base, to the, uh, to the, to the grain bill here. What, what do you use for your base malt? It's 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 simple. It's just it's it's pale ale malt, mm-hmm. uh, and it is just about ninety percent pale malt. Okay. Um, and basically six percent crystal. Okay. Uh, our car- our our dark caramel malts. Uh, we use a care ninety. Okay. And uh, then four percent chocolate malt. It's pretty simple. And it's a dark it's a dark chocolate. Um, okay, and what temperature do you mash at? Uh, we do a, a sing- this is just a single infusion mash, uh, so our uh, our strike temperature is, is 152. So this is, uh, uh, I guess, an English-style mash. All right, and then uh, when you transfer it over to the boil kettle, what, what hops are you putting in there? Well, actually, how long do you boil for? Well, we boil for 35 minutes because we have uh, a Merlin boiling system. Uh, which is uh, a low pressure uh, boil, 
uh, and we're one of only two two breweries. It's us in New Belgium and in North America that have the Merlin system. Huh. Um, so uh, it's a it's a much uh, uh, more it's low pressure. It's a gent- more gentle boil, and uh, but it only it, you get more direct heat uh, uh, on the wort. So we're only boiling for thirty five minutes, but it mimics. Yeah, it really, it's, it's uh, if you were doing uh, just your standard homebrew boil, uh, I would go ahead and brew for, for 90 minutes. Okay. All right. And then um, tell me about the hops that you, that you put in this. Well, we use uh, just, the, it, it's pretty simple. We just use two uh, types of hops. Uh, we use, for bittering, we use Apollo. And uh, that's 60% of our uh, uh of the bittering will come from the bittering hops. Mm-hmm. And then we have two charges uh, of, of flavoring and aroma hops. And um, then we'll use uh, 25% will be, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, 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 25%. Uh, and it's the, the hop we use, it's just Willamette in both charges, uh, the aromas, Willamette hops. And uh, 25% will be added to the um uh for us we we add them at uh thirty or at twenty four let me say thirty minutes into the boil so for you know home or if you were gonna do a a ninety minute boil you would add fifteen minutes before the end mm-hmm. okay and um and then we add uh, our last charge which is fifteen percent um at uh at the end of the boil. Okay. Okay, but uh, there is one one difference. Uh, I really didn't think about this uh, before we talked. Is uh, on on the way to our heat exchanger, we run through. Um, uh, we do another pass over the the Merlin boiling uh, system, so we strip uh, the beer, and it's a common technique used uh, in in larger breweries. And that also, so so we get some isomerization from uh, from the last charge. Uh, whereas if you just added them at the end of, the, of a traditional boil, you wouldn't get any real isomerization from the hops, so you wouldn't get any BUs. But with this, we do. So if I guess if you were if you were doing this uh, on a homebrew system, on a 90, 90 minute boil, you would probably add thirty minutes before the end the, the, the first charge of aroma hops and ten minutes before the end the second charge of aroma hops. Is that it, is that like in lieu of a of a whirlpool? That's uh, well it's it's in lieu of uh, uh, of stripping the beer. Um, uh, because we're we're actually after we uh, yes, after we we're done with our boil, we do a whirlpool and a rest and then on the way to the heat exchanger, we do a final pass over the heating surface, so oh, okay. that that work gets heated again, and some of the, those last charge are getting isomerization from it. Huh. So it's not just uh, so you would have to, in order to achieve the 28 BUs, that last charge is going to have to have some boil into it. Okay. Okay. How long do you whirlpool for? Uh, we whirlpool ours for 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Okay. And um, and what's the reasoning behind passing it over the uh, the Merlin again, or through the through the Merlin, just to get more caramelization? Or well, it's 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 two things. It's basically stripping is going to strip off volatiles, and okay. it's a lot more uh, efficient way to strip off uh, DMS sulfur compounds anything ah. like that, and that just goes out. Okay. 
And what ends up happening is when we do our boil, which is only 35 minutes, and then we strip on the way to the heat exchanger, uh, what's occurring there is we're, we're getting a 4.5% evaporation. So it's a lot more efficient way. And, we're, and, and even when doing that, we're still stripping out all DMS and volatiles. Um, nice. So it's a, a very energy-efficient way to brew. Okay. So, okay. So we're using we're using seventy percent less energy uh, during our, our our boil than a traditional boil. Okay, I get it. Okay, with you, with you, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, okay, so then you pump it to the fermenter. Uh, what is your yeast strain that you that you use on this guy? We use uh, an alt yeast, a German alt yeast. Okay. All right, and then what do you ferment that at? And so at sixty degrees. Sixty. Okay. Yeah, um, so uh, so it's it's a lot colder fermentation mm-hmm. uh, than than most ales, but for an alt, that's you know that's just how how you do it. Yeah. Um, any specific uh, adjustments or anything you do to your water? Well, we uh, this is one difference is is we don't treat any of our water. Um, uh, our water is. Um, uh, comes out of the ground very pristine. It's it's similar to pills and water, mm-hmm. and uh, so it's great for brewing lagers. And um, it's not so great when when brewing, you know, very highly hopped ales. But it's good for brewing an alt beer or 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 brewing with, you know, an ale with an alt yeast because uh, obviously from from the grist bill and and, uh, and from what I've just described, this is not uh, a hop bomb. And so it's not going to be very bitter, um, and so the water is very soft, and we don't treat our water for for anything. Even when we're making our IPAs, we we don't adjust the water for that and uh, add any any kind of hardness or, or carbonness. Okay. Um, any last tips that you would have for our homebrewers out there trying to make Turbo Dog? Um, just be uh, just be a little patient because. Uh, it is, uh, you know, the the ale yeast is not. This isn't going to ferment as fast as, uh, say, an American ale yeast or or some other strains. It's it's a slower fermentation, uh, just because of the temperature and and the yeast strain. Hmm. Okay. So yeah, you're not going to have as, as 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 many fruity esters as well. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Well, Mark, thanks, man. I really appreciate you taking the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe we'll send you a couple bottles if we if we clone it. We'll see. Yeah, well, that's that's, that's what uh, it, it, it's it, it's going to be a challenge to clone it, and it's a challenge for us here uh, to make beers on a, on a pilot system and then try to transform them into uh, brewing uh, on our unique uh, brewing system because yeah. you, you can't really set up a pilot of of, of our system. Right. So uh, uh, it, it'll be a challenge, but uh, but basically, yeah, you've, you've got the recipe there, and uh, and good luck. Oh, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Hi, this is Push from the Brewing Network, and I want to tell you about the Brewmaster's Warehouse and how you can get 10% off your next order. I'm a pretty techie guy, but I've never seen an online store like this. It's awesome. Go to brewmasterswarehouse.com and click on Brew Builder. You can whip up a custom recipe so easily even Sven could do it. Seriously, it's slick. You can share your recipe with your own logo and notes to the Brewmaster's database if you want. And the best part, it keeps a running tally of the beer you're building while you're doing it. Then, bam, click Buy Recipe, and your cart is filled and ready to go with helpful suggestions in case you forgot something. This thing is amazing. Brewmaster's Warehouse is run the way a home brewer would do it, with great service, fast turnaround, and $6.99 flat rate shipping. 
Brewmasters Warehouse and the brew builder blew me away. Check it out today at brewmasterswarehouse.com. I'm serious. And don't forget to put BN Army in the discount code box for 10% off your order. Check out brewmasterswarehouse.com. Cheers. <laughs> Nico, listen, our lawyer said that we had to do this for one hour, and after this, we don't have to talk to each other for three more months and until the next meeting. Kids. Come on, let's get out of here. I'm supposed to have more lines, so I'm the professional. <clears throat> hey, it's Sully. And I'm Nico. And we opened the 21st Amendment nine years ago at 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park, to make great beer and have a great time doing it. That's right, because to us, the 21st Amendment is more than just the right to make beer. It's the right to experiment, to be innovative, and just do things differently. And so now, we're putting our craft beer in cans. That's right, cans. You can find our world-famous Hell or High Watermelon Wheat Beer and Brew Free or Die IPA throughout California and Alaska. And now, it's also available on draft at select accounts in the Bay Area. So next time you're at your local neighborhood pub or good beer store, be sure to ask for 21st Amendment in cans. Because everyone likes it in a can. Tasty Crack Cans. Tasty Crack Cans. A vial of White Labs yeast is the key to your best beer. When you open a vial of White Labs yeast, you're giving your beer its best chance for a perfect fermentation. In addition to their already incredible variety of yeast, White Labs is proud to announce WLP 90, San Diego's Super Yeast, now available year-round. WLP 90 is super clean, super fast fermenting with low esters and has a neutral flavor and aroma profile. It's alcohol tolerant and highly flocculent. For more of the latest White Labs news, click over to whitelabs.com where you can read reviews of yeast, learn in the lab section, and join the customer club. And if you should find yourself in San Diego, White Labs has a brand new training facility for craft brewers and home brewers alike. Whitelabs.com. Discover yeast, nutrients, enzymes, and more for commercial breweries, home brewers, and homebrew stores. White Labs. It's all in the vial. What does craft beer mean to you? Is it a delicious way to support your town's local brewer? Or perhaps it's the perfect beverage to pair with those delicious meals at your favorite restaurant and at home. Regardless of whether you're thinking of pints or pairings, pilsners or porters, craftbeer.com is the site where craft beer lovers come together to learn and share. Craftbeer.com is brought to you by the Brewers Association and celebrates the best of American craft beer and its brewers. Craftbeer.com is the best place to find craft beer events recipes, great feature stories, the most up-to-date brewery listings, and resources for your next beer tasting or dinner, like style guidelines, pairing mats, and charts. Get the inside scoop on new beer releases and special events from today's craft beer insiders and chime in to share your own knowledge, perfect pairings, road trips, recipes, and more. Craftbeer.com, celebrating the best of American beer. Hi, I'm Jamel Zanishef, and in addition to my work on the Brewing Network, I write the style profile column in every issue of Brew Your Own magazine. Hi, I'm Sean Paxton, and when I'm not prepping for the home brewed chef on the Brewing Network, you can find me writing articles on how to cook with your home brew for Brew Your Own magazine. Greetings, cretins. This is John Palmer, and when I'm not writing for Brew Your Own, I'm reading it. 
John Palmer, Sean Paxton, Jamil Zanishev. If you love listening to them on the Brewing Network, you'll love reading their articles, tips, and recipes in the pages of Brew Your Own magazine. Join Jamil, John, and Sean eight times a year in Brew Your Own. And when you subscribe to BYO on the Brewing Network website, half of your subscription price goes right back to the BN to support great beer and food programming. So sign up for Brew Your Own magazine through the BN website today so you can listen and read your way to better homebrew. Seven short minutes off California State Route 101. There lies a secret oasis for all craft beer lovers. It's relax, grilling and chilling, bro. Relax, grilling and chilling in Hollister, California is a craft beer lover's dream come true. Not like a creepy JP dream, like a normal craft beer lover's dream. 30 taps pouring your favorite craft beer. Visit Relax, Grilling and Chilling on Facebook to see the most up-to-date beers and what's on the grill. And let us grill so you can chill. Angus burgers, filet mignon, and ribeye steaks, dogs and sandwiches, and more. Great food, great beer in a place where you can kick back and relax. Tuesdays are brewery nights. Come in to celebrate, and you're not limited to enjoying your favorite brew at the restaurant. Relax, Grilling and Chilling has beer to go. Relax, Grilling and Chilling. Let them grill so you can chill. Now back to the challenge. Can you brew it? Woohoo! We're, we're here down in the uh, the new uh, studios in Martinez. There's the yeah. zombie crawl going on. Lots of Martians today. Uh, I tell you, the... Uh, <laughs> Hard to the, tell the homeless from the residents. The, uh, <laughs> the psychedelic room downstairs... Is packed and the hallways it's packed. Like there's, there's like a yeah, we got a, we got a line to get into this. Place. Yeah, there's a line to get in. Yeah. The studio is uh, quite full here. We got uh, uh, like ten people here in the studio uh, enjoying the show as well and participating and tasting yeah. the the uh, examples. So during the the interview, while you guys were listening to the interview, what we did was we had uh, a blind samples poured for us. There's a sample one and a sample two. And everyone tasted them and came up with their own conclusions whether they think the beer is cloned or not. Uh, apparently, JP thinks I uh, asserted undue influence <laughs> on the panel. But, you know, hey, that's... Uh, it's your fucking show. Well, you're that's Jamal, right. Dude. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. It's not the JP's opinion <laughs> show. <laughs> yeah. If it was, there'd be more listeners. No, less. Uh, no. Less, <laughs> I don't even more. know. No, I don't know. All right, so uh, we've been enjoying the beers here, and I think it's time to uh, uh, let's 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 reveal here. Uh, number one is number one is my homebrew. Ooh, the homebrew. Yeah. And number two is, is also my homebrew. <laughs> Fooled you. Also the homebrew. Oh, it's uh, like a triangle. No, no. <laughs> yeah. So which is the homebrew and which is the commercial? Uh, homebrew is number one. Commercial is number two. Homebrew one. Commercial two. Yep. All right. Now, uh, let's start with how I started before. Uh, we, we got Brian Shar here, the master BJCP judge and uh, all-around nice guy. Well, thank you, Jamil. And uh, what, what did you think? What do you think on these two beers? Do you call those cloned, not cloned? What, are the, what differences do you come up with? You know, I, they're pretty close to each other. Uh, the way that I look at that is that uh, one of these tastes like the other one about three months later. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't change the recipe at all. 
Right. Uh, the commercial example is a little oxidized, a little more malty, a little more caramel, mm-hmm. almost a little more raisiny. Mm-hmm. But I, I look at that as being oxidation effects. And I, I wouldn't, wouldn't change a thing about the, uh, the recipe. I, if, if you gave me that home-brewed uh, version of this, I'd be happy I had a fresh turbo dog. All right. All right. So you're calling it clone? How about I'm you? calling it clone. How about you, Nate? Uh, pretty much echo what Brian was saying, but, you know, if I was definitely hanging out and ordering this beer in a bar, either one I would, would be really happy with. And on a recipe level, I think it's definitely cloned. One is a little bit more age on it, but the recipe is clearly going to get you the beer. All right. Paul? I pretty much agree. Um, I actually like the homebrew version better than the... Uh, Commercial version? Yeah. Um, well, it's probably a little, a little brain little fresher. I think, right now. Probably he has sunglasses on inside. <laughs> yeah. That's because they're prescription. Superstar. If I take them off, I wouldn't know who anybody was. So. <laughs> well, and, and, you know, in all fairness, <laughs> all fairness to Abita, uh, you know, <clears throat> having a, a commercial brewery myself. Wait, you have a commercial <laughs> and, brewery? And What's it called? Yeah, a gold medal. Um, yeah, gold medal winning uh, brewery. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, as soon as you package a beer, it starts to, to, to die. It starts to stale. It tar- starts to oxidize. It's just, you know, it's on its road to death. So Hey, I picked these bottles off the warm shelf at BevMo. So right, right. So, you know, and that, uh, unless and Turbo just, is flying out of there, those been there a while. That just accelerates it. And uh, in all fairness, I think it's still, you know, a nice, tasty beer, and I would have no trouble buying it and uh, enjoying it. But... Comparing it to a fresh homebrew that's you know keg only, eh, you know you're gonna you're gonna notice a, a little difference. Oh, for sure. Well, we had problems yeah. finding the commercial beer. We had to call around to four or five uh, Bevmo stores right, right. to even find it. So it does it does go, but you know traveling from Louisiana all the way out here, right? Yeah. And then sitting on a shelf yeah. no until matter, they decide to stock it at Bevmo. Yeah. You, you no, never know. No, no matter how perfect the process is, you're gonna get a little bit. And so right. I, I, I think it's I think it's good. Uh, what do you think, Taste? Well, I, I agree with everybody else. I think it's cloned. I, I certainly, you know, notice, you know, some minor differences, but I can relate all those to uh, the freshness of the commercial brew, mm-hmm. the uh, shelf, you know, life, you know, shelf uh, environment of the, of, mm-hmm. of, of, you know, the commercial brew and the, the freshness of the home brew. Right. So yeah, I think uh, I, I, same thing. I can taste. I can taste the, uh, the basic ingredients in 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 the home brew that that I, I also taste in the commercial beer, which is what we're trying to do here. Is mm-hmm. give you know give people a recipe you wouldn't change the recipe i wouldn't change the recipe i wouldn't say well it needs more chocolate or mm-hmm. uh, needs to be from you know fermented warmer or something like that i think it just yeah i like it right and f- for me i i call it cloned also i think the measure i put to it is they are different in a triangle test i would i would be able to identify the different beers yeah. but would i be able to identify one as turbo dog or not turbo dog no no i uh, if you handed me Either one and said, "Oh, you like Turbo Dog here?" I, I drink it and go, "Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I like I like Turbo Dog." I wouldn't uh, wouldn't call it uh, not cloned. I wouldn't change the recipe. Uh, so there you go. I, I call it cloned as well. Now let's see. Do we have? Is, is it, <laughs> we, have a, we have a majority here. <laughs> Maybe, oh, it doesn't matter what JP thinks. At all. Right. Well, th- that's true normally, anyways. But uh, that is we, well, JP. We, just know you made a great, really, really good beer. I we like your beer. we allow Thank him you. to speak. Thank you. Regardless. So, well, him, J- right, JP, what's, two cents. what's your uh, what's your call on the uh, clone, not cloned? What do what do you what do you think? I like turtles. Yes. No. Right. Zombie kid. You lick turtles, zombie. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> anyway, um, I don't think it's well. Shit. 
Uh, the beer Don't itself is Bye. not cloned. Right. <laughs> Thanks, Hollywood. Um, it, it dive into your self-hatred and but, tell us why <laughs> you failed. Um, I, think oh. the, I think the recipe was cloned. Yes. But this beer is not. Right. Uh, as it happens, I order all my ingredients from, from Northern Brewer because right. they're the best. Mm-hmm. And um, they had Crystal 90, which is part of the recipe, as you heard. Right. And um, I dote in. I did all my nonsense, uh, you know, whatever. Went to Sparge and started getting a lot of grain and then eventually clogged. Um, <laughs> half an hour later, after trying to fix it, I realized I forgot my uh, mash tun screen. Right. Oh. So oh, it happens to everybody all the time. So recirculating, yes. um, all the the grain got clogged all in the sparge arm. Right. Um, two and a half hours, I right. fought this thing. I had wort spraying on the t- uh, um, uh, on, on on my um, garage door <laughs> that was open. Wart was everywhere. Yeah. Like, I can salvage it. I know I can do it. And then I realized I'm just fighting a losing battle. So I uh-huh. just tipped over my system and lit it on fire and walked away so <laughs> uh-huh. i had to redo it i had to redo the the um the recipe so i didn't have enough crystal 90 to do it again yes. so i used most mostly crystal 75 mm-hmm. and the 90 that i had because right. we were on a, a right. time crunch for the beer mm-hmm. so i couldn't do it again unfortunately um and i think that shows in the beer mm-hmm. i think this beer can have more crystal malt in it mm-hmm. not the kind of raisiny oxidized thing that that you guys were talking about mm-hmm. but um just a, a very nice roast uh, a toasty pleasant higher crystal malt than mm-hmm. a 75 mm-hmm. if it had that it'd be great the mash okay. ton uh, on the first batch smelled the way that the beer tastes to me mm-hmm. the second batch it didn't and 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 it was very very clear to me uh, that the missing well, ingredient was was the key to this beer I think. but here's the thing so this is this is this Works. Here's where you tell me that where I'm wrong. <laughs> this is Same. why this is uh, we'll call the segment why JP is wrong. Yeah. This is why you're what wrong. Ma- what matters in brewing? Brought to what you by brewing, yeah, right. Prozac. Prozac. Yeah. Um. You know. Uh, so what happens is this is the same aspect that plays for brewery brewers and against brewers. You know, you've ta- heard about like a you know um, somebody has a cellar palate or house palate or something like that. You know they they can't find anything wrong with their beers. Yeah. They brewed them a certain way, and by God, they're they're certain that that's the way the beer turned out. And when mm-hmm. they taste it, that's what they taste. They know that. Oh no, I I intended it to be, you know, uh, like popcorn. dark but not roasty. So it's yeah. not roasty. It's like and anybody else comes. Wow, it's like coffee and an ashtray. Um, you know, so it, it tends to affect them and. And they think that their beers are great, no matter what. And I think, you know, the same thing's working for you. You're like, well, it, the, the day didn't work out right. And I had to change this, this one grain a little bit. Uh, you know, it didn't work out. I can see where you're saying that. but And I think, I think you're right. It, I, I think it, it would have been better had, had you, you, know, you had, you know, the rest of the Crystal 90 that you needed. Yeah. And um, other than that... Though I think that I think that you're spot on, and I think okay. you're right, right, you know. But I think it's so close still that that you know, it's the spirit. I think of the different beer. wise, yeah. Well, the, the, chocolate, really, the chocolate malt in this recipe is really driving the beer. Yeah, that crystal is just a background. Thing. You think so? Yeah, yeah. Oh, see, I think it's it's a Wait, lot. Sure, there's of crystal a, I can see the, where there's a difference between the the you know the, the percentage of ninety versus seventy five. Yeah. But uh, I don't think it's affecting the, the overall in- intent or the nature of the beer. I mean, it was a pound that it was a pound of 75 well, and half a pound of 90 in 10 gallons. I mean, it's, I think it's pretty, 
prevalent. Right, right? It's, but it's but, under like five percent, right? I mean, it's not a small yeah. percentage of it. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But is so, there really that much difference in flavor between Crystal Seventy Five and Crystal Ninety? Do you think? I didn't think so either. But the the way the mash smelled yeah. when I did the Ninety versus the Seventy Five, it was it was and uh, the Ninety was up a notch, and the Ninety was you know I'll say out this, of ten, and this was at like a seven for richness and and toffee and stuff like that. There's there's a huge difference between different Crystal Nineties. Different maltsters at ninety. Different maltsters at you know two maltsters at seventy five. One is, you know, just huge, and you know we, we talk about the Fuller's trying to clone the Fuller's beer. You had to have the right yeah. crystal seventy five. But isn't that the point of having right. a, a rating system? Is so oh no no they taste <laughs> totally different. Really? You can, yeah, you can have the same color, but the way they achieve that color is different. It, it's it's like you could ah, have okay. I see. What you know, you're saying. Right. A, a dark dark brown beer. How did you get to the dark brown? Did you use a little bit of you know chocolate malt? Did you use a whole bunch of dark crystal? Which one did you use? And you know the colors are the same, but the flavors are totally different. So you know, I, I think, um, and that also being said, you know, it could yeah. be, have been a crystal seventy five that was very rich, that was closer to the crystal ninety, yeah, fresher than the ninety, right? Yeah. And who knows, you know, so it, it could be that you know. There's a 75 that's very similar to a certain type of 90, and uh, you know, vice versa. So okay, well, fair enough. I, I think in the end we're just result, blind, we're just blind tasting, and we're getting a lot of similar. Right, because we didn't, th- we didn't know that. Right? Even know how about you? You're, you're probably thinking they're some more closer than you thought they were to begin with, right? Yes, now? I yeah, yeah, I did. Um, um, yes, I did. Right. Um, so there we I'm, go. I'm pleased with. I'm pleased with how it came out. Well, let's uh, let's go over the recipe real quick, and then we'll take another break and uh, get to your questions. Uh, let's see here. We always do these for six gallons at the end of the boil. The uh, anticipated starting gravity, 1055 or 13.5 Play-Doh. Uh, SRM is 24. Uh, using Mori, uh, IBUs using Rager is 29.4. That's 70% efficiency, 90-minute boil. Uh, we're going to use 90% or 5.36 kilograms of uh, pale malt, American pale malt, uh, domestic pale malt, 6%. Uh, uh, 360 grams of Crystal 90. That's an American uh, Crystal 90. And then uh, 4% or 240 grams of a British chocolate malt. Uh, for hops, we're looking at 12 grams of Apollo. That's uh, in pellet form, 16% alpha acid, uh, 60 minutes. 5 grams Willamette pellet form, 5% alpha acid, uh, 30 minutes. And another 3 grams of Willamette at uh, 10 minutes. Yeast, uh, for this, I chose uh, Y-Yeast 1007 German Ale. Was uh, did you, Is that what you used? Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I used. There you go. I made a starter out. and everything. I think the, the, the big fermentation boy. profile is, is, is very similar. I think it was right on, yeah. yeah. Uh, mash schedule. Could a little warmer. Uh, uh, mash schedule, let's see here. Um, we go at uh, 152 degrees Fahrenheit, 60 minutes, a mash out at 168. And uh, the notes I had were soft water and ferment at 60 degrees Fahrenheit, and your final gravity should be about uh, 2.3 degrees Plato. All right. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll uh, wrap this up with questions from the chat and anything from uh, the peanut gallery. Back after this. That's it. I've had it. I am never putting hops in my beer again. What? Why? It's just too ridiculous. Insane prices, stupid contracts, high shipping costs, crappy selection. Dude, you need Nico Brew. 
Nico Brew will rock your f***ing face right the f*** off your f***ing skull. $5 shipping to all 50 states, plus fantastic international rates get you low prices on Nico Brew's great selection of hops and more. Whether you're a home brewer, a pro brewer, or a homebrew shop owner, Nico Brew can get you the hops you need in increments big and small, single orders, spot buys, or full contracts. And there's only one place to join the Uber Special Secret Elite Bare Bones Club where you'll get the best deals anywhere. Holy f***ing shit! NicoBrew.com N-I-K-O-B-R-E-W Nico Brew, your bare bones buddy in the brewing business. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Cut hours off your brewing sessions by using one of their 11 varieties of famous Williams malt extract. Their new Snaplock stainless steel camlock fittings will make connecting your pump or heat exchanger quick and easy. Or check out their exclusive paintball tank-based draft beer equipment. They even have their own line of precision hydrometers. Go to williamsbrewing.com to browse their vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 4 p.m. Pacific Time weekdays ship the same day. Brewing is easy. The Williams way. When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it, too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for any beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone certification program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerone's no beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious, Cicerones are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. All right, BN Army, it's trivia time. What's the only homebrew shop with over 1,000 recipe kits, $4.99 shipping on orders over 100 bucks, and is also home of the Wolf Shirt? The one and only answer is Austin Homebrew Supply. For over 20 years, they've specialized in creating recipes such as the best-selling Texas Blonde Ale, Apocalypso, Hot Bomb 2.0, and Double Chocolate Stout. And they just recently unveiled their small grain kits that produce one gallon of beer. Visit AustinHomebrew.com to browse their extensive catalog of equipment and ingredients. They also have many clone recipes of your favorite commercial beers. They're the exclusive retailer of Brew Vent Yeast Fuel as well, Yeast Nutrient, and the all-new Bodybuilder. Follow Austin Homebrew Supply on Google Plus to participate in video hangouts on popular brewing topics. So visit AustinHomebrew.com today and make sure you sign up for their weekly email with news and specials. Austin Homebrew Supply, AustinHomebrew.com. Hey, my brewing brothers and sisters, this is Jamel Zanishev, and I want to tell you about Heretic Evil Twin. You might be familiar with my homebrew recipe, which uses massive late hopping to create a balance between the malty sweet and the hoppy bitter, along with an outrageous malt and hop character. 
I wanted a beer with the same bold hop and malt character, so we played around with the homebrew recipe until we were able to make a great commercial version, too. We've created a beer rich in malt character, full of caramel, toast, biscuit, and an ever-so-subtle roast note. On top of that, we piled in an insane amount of citra and Columbus hops at the end of the boil, as well as in dry hopping. This damn-the-cost approach to hopping gives Heretic's Evil Twin a great blast of citrus and tropical fruit that can't be matched by any other hop. The result is a bold, malty, hoppy, but easy-drinking beer. This is our top seller, our flagship beer, and I couldn't be prouder of it. Cheers. To find Heretic Beers near you, click on Find Some at hereticbrewing.com. When Michael Fairbrother started Moonlighting, he had no idea how quickly his dream was going to grow. Having homebrewed for 15 years, Michael decided to go pro, but not with beer. While attending his homebrew club meetings, he saw ladies knocking their men out of the way to try his mead. Moonlight Meadery is now two years old and can produce 200,000 bottles a year. It's the first New Hampshire winery to ever distribute to California and Australia. In fact, you can find Find Moonlight Meadery Meads in Connecticut, Massachusetts, Maine, Rhode Island, Vermont, and New Hampshire. And they ship direct to 17 states. They produce 56 different varieties of mead and are unlike anything you've ever seen on the market. Michael Fairbrother at Moonlight Meadery is a real success story that can make the BN Army proud. Visit Moonlight Meadery in Londonderry, New Hampshire or online at MoonlightMeadery.com. All right, we're back. We're talking Abita Turbo Dog. Having a good time. A lot of like hot women uh, in the studio and out on the balcony there. If you're into zombies, yeah. Yeah, that's what... Uh, <laughs> or non-zombies. I see a lot I of, a lot like, of those good-looking well, non-zombies. Well, I have to apologize to those that I thought were zombies. <laughs> they, just, and they aren't dressed up that Right, they're not dressed up They were just doing way. a real late walk of shame. Yeah, right, so they, they just... They had, uh, just had uh, a rough night last night. <laughs> Brian Shar was saying, uh, he goes, I never, know that, I never knew that zombies uh, included so much cleavage. Right, and I for one a- applaud blood yeah. and cleavage. There's some serious <laughs> Ren Fair slash zombie overlap going on here. Right, right. right. Yeah, yeah, the Renaissance Fair and the yeah. zombie thing very, very similar in a lot of ways. It's we're all not, good uh, news. We're not complaining. No. no. So for people at home that uh, don't get a chance to see the show, <laughs> it's kind of funny. I'll give you a. Uh, 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 what happens here in the studio right uh, before the uh, commercial break? Uh, Nate just was looking at both of his beers, poured them both together into one. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, smile and give a thumbs up. So apparently <laughs> here right. at CYBI, you just mix right before a commercial. There is a time. third option. We do that too. Yeah, there is <laughs> the third option that we won't it's, talk about. It's, it's quality beer uh, blended with quality beer ends up quality beer. Sometimes can be even better. You yeah. just don't want to blend crap beer with uh, quality beer. That's well, that's, no. Then then you'd make Evil Twin and <laughs> your oh, law your law department oh, will come after. Oh my god! Yeah, we're, we're gonna sue you, man. By the way, I'm, I'm I'm very happy. I wish you you would have won more gold medals, but uh, I'm very happy that the beer that you won with is a session beer. Four point four percent. Hounding right. you on, I, fe- I felt so, somewhat justified that day. Watching the stream Why? on point six down. Why? Why? I am the one who decided we would make that beer. Not that I. Not that I influenced you. I'm just no, saying. I feel. I feel accredited I in no. in my life. Yeah, you were um, you were correct, and I was correct too. I'm we were both correct. That grammarie is kick ass. I had some for the first time about a week ago. Um, excuse me, Brian. It's grammarie. Oh, please was, get it right. That was grandma. Right. No, no. Grandma. no, they're dude. spelling it grammarie. Apparently, cr- they're cram- Mary. Yeah. 
Cranberry, according according. Cranberry. Uh, no, uh, and I, I was pleased too because um, the like the the silver and the bronze, excellent beers. But it was like a, you know Baltic porter. It was they yeah. were big beers, and this is this little one, um, you know, just with a great you know right. very it, modest rye character. Yeah, you know, balanced, great hoppiness. Your uh, point is, it was a rye. The beer category was rye rye beer. Right, right. Yeah. So there was you, a lot you of had beers the best use of rye amongst mm-hmm. the the top ones, which was. Less is better than more, right? It was a good yeah, beer, yeah. smaller beer. It's a great beer. Yeah, I'm, I'm pleased. And the, um, the great thing was, distributors that were like, eh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, they're coming uh, on board. Uh, uh, <laughs> Monday morning, they're like, hey, you got any of that cranberry uh, <laughs> laying around that gold medal beer? Uh, I could use some of that. Uh, well, you yeah, say, well, much, if I make another new beer, you're going to take some, aren't you? <laughs> right. It's always the gold medal winner. Warren was telling me he went to an yeah. event at the racetrack here, and uh People were like, oh, I don't know. And then once he said, well, you know, just one gold, they were all about it. Right. And then it was the best beer they had that day. Yeah. Because yeah. it has to be because someone somewhere mm-hmm. bestowed a gold medal on it. Right. Well, I'll it's tell like you. like Capsule Ribbon. I, I, you know, we go to a lot of <laughs> events. We pour different beers and stuff like that. And people will come back and they'll go, oh, you know, this one's my favorite. Or that one's my favorite. A lot of people will come back and they'll say, you know, the Grammarie, oh, that's, that's my favorite. That thing is excellent. That's, mm. you know, just the mm. best beer here. Get that a lot, so uh, yeah. you know. All well, it's people. well balanced, very flavorful. You were some of that's due to the rye, I'm sure, but it's, yeah, it's good. Our dungeon master, when we play D and D on Monday nights, he won't. <laughs> yes. He only drinks Grammarie because he has to Grammarie. See, even I reference? do it. I wish it was Grammarie, but whatever. Right. Well, it's it's spell Grammarie. It's so, cool um, if people go with the rye because again, it's a rye beer. So yeah. you have to I roll a saving it. throw to, against crappy beer to I get a Grammarie. I have a twenty sided right there. Okay, but yeah. So there you go. D and D sponsored by Heretic. Heretic and Grammarie. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> I completely forgot what we're anybody doing. In the chat? No. In the Nobody's chat? in the chat. No. Nobody's in the chat. There's actually negative people in the chat. There's negative 10. Uh, no, 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 no uh, Spider Angler? Uh, no, he's here. Yeah, we have people in the chat. Of course oh, we do. Right. Okay. Come on, you guys are Bruce. Any we're, questions? We're King yeah, Bruce. Come on, Bruce pull, Strong. pull up the Spidey sense and uh, give us a question here. By the way, have you seen the new Bruce Strong shirts? No, yes. no, they're quite, and I, I don't have quite nice. Well, they're I'll downstairs. I'll, I'll swing one for you. Get, you need to get, see one. Get yourself to the yeah, uh, Brewing Network store and check go. it out. Uh, Brewing Network oh, hey, uh, com slash store. Hold, tasty, hold it up yeah. to the, oh, to the camera here, please. Yeah, Justin sent me an email because I'm, I'm thinking of changing the uh, the Bruce Strong right. shirts and all that. You know, are you okay with it? I'm like, hell yeah, that looks really good. I like that. I mix in the hack grenade. Get the That's both my new favorite shirt. Both. I need to uh, get myself uh, two or three of these. Yeah, but it, and uh, Tommy Moore keeps putting his initials on our shirts. <laughs> Man, I have to stop that. Right. I don't know who that guy is. You must work for the shirt place. Yeah. Actually, that should be a uh, an R with a circle on it. Uh, oh, see? a registered yeah. trademark. Well, he's, got, he's got a better lorry than us. Right? He does, we, yeah. We'll yeah. talk at the break. He must pay his. <laughs> he did want me to design the first shirt. Um, but a picture of me uh, skateboarding while I'm throwing up and pooping at the same time <laughs> yes. apparently wasn't Bruce Strong material. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. You know, sometimes you they, they miss out on those fine ideas. <laughs> a unicorn uh, vomiting, though. No, well, that's, that, that's a different story right. in a show. Right. Uh, you want a question? Yes. All right. Uh, Kay Schmidt in the chat asks, will Jamil become the most winning professional brewer as well? <laughs> ah, I wish. Time well, will tell. You're one for one right now. Time will yeah, tell. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. We, I just hope we can, uh, you know, if we can just continue to be in the game, yeah. that would be awesome. Well, you're making good beer. That puts you yeah, in yes. the running as, as far as I, I, I think so. You know what competitions are like. they got to choose <laughs> one or two or three yeah. amongst the best ones. 
you're in the best ones, you you got a chance. Right, right. That's true. And you're one of the best in the Bay Area, so you make, that helps you make, you out. You make no some, doubt about that. You know, clean, consistent beer. I think that helps. Uh, Riverport in the chat wants to know about your rye. He goes rye malt or flakes in the grammary. Grammary. What is? Tell me what it is. Is it grammary or rye? So I worked an event it's, with Liz, and she's like, "It's grammary," and grammary. I kept saying grammary because that's how it's spelled. But what is it? Is it grammary? Grammary. Grammary, grammary which is the uh, study of the occult or magic. Mm-hmm. So why didn't you spell no, it book, grammary? Why did of, we did? But two or a book, what? Yeah. Book it's of, not spelled uh, grammary. It's not spelled R Y E. Sure it is. What do you mean your website spells it a different? This way? should be a progasm what? show about yeah. how to you know name your brand properly. <laughs> yeah, we're all confused. Right. Well, that's that's true. It's I mean, confusing we, to your advantage. We do. We do. We do. We do have some that's some true. weird weird names. That, You're confused. Uh, Always says true. I'll take a heretic. We don't want to even mispronounce right. the name. So. Yeah, we probably have uh, more beers that people can't pronounce uh, <laughs> than any other brewery. Of a Yeah, yeah. People no, no, like that's uh, shallow uh, grave. You want to challenge yourself? Huh? Give me the red. Give, give me, me whatever. The, <laughs> give me the brown. <laughs> give me the you know. I'm like, all right, yeah, whatever. Rye malt or flakes in the grammary? Uh, rye malt. Rye malt. All right. Answered. Answered. And now our, our very handsome and uh, hugely, hugely overweight spider wrangler. <laughs> yes. I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, we talk a lot about hop character dropping out with age. Mm-hmm. When it comes to malt, for a beer like this that has both crystal malt and highly kilned malt, mm-hmm. obviously talking about uh, Turbo Dog, how do those flavors age over time? Will the caramel change before the chocolate? Or vice versa. Ah, good question. Yeah, they oxidize. So um, when you have a all pale malt beer, you get these. Um, like if you do all pilsner malts in something like an American light lager, you kind of get that papery, cardboardy, right? If you do something with uh, you know some crystal malts in it, craft beer type of thing, those craft beer the crystal malts become. Um, Kind of very over caramelly. You get this over caramel flavor. That's kind of um, like an artificial caramel. That's very sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, if they're in small amounts, and people go, "Oh yeah, this nice caramel balance to your beer," it's like, "Well, that's oxidized caramel malts." Uh, so that happens. The darker malts, I don't think oxidized, or are they? Maybe they're used up in oxidative reactions or something. But I always believe that the the highly kiln malts act as antioxidants. So darker beers tend to be more shelf-stable and take longer to oxidize. So in our beers, you know, the, the pale ones, um, they have a much shorter shelf life than the darker ones have a much longer shelf life. And, you know, we find that to be true. It's um, And uh, I just attribute it to those highly kiln malts. All right, and uh, last but not least, another excellent question from uh, from Spider Regular. He needs a theme music. Yes, he really does. I wonder if I can find him some. Well, maybe for Bruce Strong. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Shadowins asks, "What made you choose the German ale yeast for the Turbo Dog?" Turbo Dog. So, something that uh, they said during the interview. Which well, there was, you go. Uh, I don't recall, but maybe he said use uh, German ale yeast. I don't know. <laughs> he said they get their yeast from Y yeast, and they use the German ale. Oh, well, there you go. So uh, if that was the case, that was the reasoning. I mean, not that I didn't listen, but, you know, this guy clearly <laughs> didn't listen. I wanted to make him look I, real dumb. I would say I listened at one point. <laughs> I paid attention, <laughs> and I wrote down, 
I made a decision that that was the best yeah. yeast. All right. And then six months went by, <laughs> and I can't remember a darn thing about it. So that would be the, uh, the facts right there. Uh, you know, I wish I could I could hate you so that I can go back to loving you more than I do now. <laughs> right. How about right. that? There you go. Uh, that's it from the chat, buddy. All right. Wait, which mouse am I holding? Okay, yeah, there we go. All right. Well, another fine show, gentlemen. I think uh, I think we all would agree that we're spectacular in uh, our our approach to fine quality radio programming. If you if you enjoy, this, <laughs> I agree. If you enjoy this fine quality radio yeah. programming, you're going to want to get yourself over to thebrewingnetwork.com. Check out the uh, the the sponsors there. Check out uh, our good great sponsor. Uh, northernbrewer.com check out the AHA you can go and uh, sign up uh, there on the brewingnetwork.com and that kicks a little bit back to the brewing network check out uh, BYO if you subscribe to BYO off the brewing network site half of your subscription price goes to the brewing network and really helps out keep shows like this free for you to download at any time and uh, until then Bruce Strong and often